when we disconnect, it's often because there's something of neglect going on inside of us. Either you're too tired, you haven't eaten enough, you've just been going on overdrive too long, you haven't filled your cup with the people you love. And so it takes us away from being fully present, fully attentive, fully capable of the implementation that you talk about and application of all those wonderful development courses and all the continuing education and all of the new tools and techniques. It distracts us. When we neglect our relationship to self, it's a recipe for distraction, disconnection, and sometimes compromised care that we're able to give our patients and our clients. Right, exactly. Many people haven't even thought about that. If you're giving up your sense of self, you're not really sure how you're showing up. You're just showing up as this perfect machine. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm on the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hi, everyone. This is Sabrina, your host for the Powerful Passionate Healthcare Professional Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. And we have another exciting speaker with us. She is Dr. Amy Van, and she is a psychotherapist and a life coach. And she uses her personal journey of healing lifelong trauma to help others to do the same and give voices to the unhealed wounds affecting their life and their relationship. With over 20 years of experience in professional experience, healthcare administration and finances, genetics and psychological research, domestic violence and entrepreneurship, Amy brings that experience to her work and past trauma growth and overall wellness in mind, body, spirit. And I'm so grateful for you to joining us today. Oh, I am so glad to be here, Sabrina. You are just amazing. And I'm just really delighted to serve your audience. Thank you so much for being here. I know you specialize in relationship trauma, really connect with your significant other and couple. As a healthcare professional, I think we always have that mindset of, well, I'm in a position to heal other people. And we start to generate these excuses of our patient comes first. Then we start forgetting why we even work so hard, 
right? And then the work so hard is, yeah, for me to feel that sense of I serve, but also the people who are matter to us. So how do you see that in your clients? And how do you see really this could be a problem in healthcare professional? And how can we really change that in a way? Right. That's so true, Sabrina. And I think last year sort of brought us into a whole new dimension of that and that whole struggle, because I really have specialized, especially this last year in entrepreneurial women and couples. So we as entrepreneurs are naturally servant hearted. If we're the kind of entrepreneurs that I think you and I connect with, we have such a strong mission and we will do just about anything to accomplish our mission. And it fills us up in a lot of ways, right? And yet there are some areas that it can't fill up And I think it's also something that we're easily able to numb because we are in that position of service and relationship with our clients and those we serve. And yet it's those other relationships that we really start to put by the wayside, including our relationship with ourselves and the fact that self-care is really about our self-relationship. It's not just about a massage or mani-pedi or a yoga class. It's really about how are we relating to ourselves as caring professionals. When we're healthcare providers, we have to attend to our own relational health. And that's something that I see a lot of people struggling with, whether it's a healthcare provider or an entrepreneur in another space, but especially those of us who are focused on health. You know, and when we break down that word, healthcare, how are we really doing that for our own health when it comes to our body, mind, and spirit? And that has been really, really challenging personally, just because I have been in such a mode of service to a high degree this last year, as you have, as every healthcare provider has been. And that makes it even more contentious when I try to monitor my own health, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, it does make perfect sense. Healthcare professional, we're so ingrained in, we're learning new models, new medicine, new way of training, this therapy, that therapy, and all the training, even our continued education is all about giving, dumping more information in our brain and then giving spit back. So we're so good at learning, learning, absorbing, but how well are we taking on these information, these massive information. Sometimes we don't even need this information into appropriate spot for our own well-being and those of around us, right? That part is so amazing. You said relationship with ourselves. How are you treating yourself? It's no longer, oh, I got to go on vacation. I got to take a bubble bath. But actually, how often do you get to do that? You're just waiting for a good time, quote unquote, then you do that. That's too late. You have forgot about your sense of well-being for multiple different level. And despite those people who said they can work out almost every day, but that's just one part of you. If you're only training yourself on your physical body, not your mind, it's also a muscle, right? And you're not really re-strengthening your relationship with self. So I love for you to expand on that. So once we have built a better relationship with ourselves, how do we then connect better with other people for those who we love and joy and cherish? 
Right. It is something that I think is so intricately tied and we don't go there quickly enough. Because I think if we did, Sabrina, I don't think it would be this much of a struggle for us because what really happens when we not only take those moments or days or heaven forbid, a week of vacation and connect with ourselves, when we actually do it throughout the day, checking in with ourselves on an ongoing basis, we are showing up in relationships to our patients and clients with so much more presence. Because when we disconnect, it's often because there's something of neglect going on inside of us. Either you're too tired, you haven't eaten enough, you've just been going on overdrive too long, you haven't filled your cup with the people you love. And so it takes us away from being fully present, fully attentive, fully capable of the implementation that you talk about and application of all those wonderful development courses and all the continuing education and all of the new tools and techniques. It distracts us. When we neglect our relationship to self, it's a recipe for distraction, disconnection, and sometimes compromised care that we're able to give our patients and our clients. Right, exactly. Many people haven't even thought about that. If you're giving up your sense of self, you're not really sure how you're showing up. You're just showing up as this perfect machine who just have a lot of information. You can just solve these technical problems in healthcare. But how well is that quality of care? Are you ignoring the sensation that your patient giving off or your team, or are you just spilling out advices and demands expecting people to follow because we use the excuse of patient come first and this is the right way, right? And quote unquote, being right all the time, it's just so much weight and stress that we're creating from both a controlling sabotaging tendency and hypervigilant, right? Like we feel like we have to be always on to prove ourselves how much we're worth instead of just, I just honor whatever I feel. Do I even know I want this? Therefore, I can say no to all the other bad juju out there, right? So what would be some of your advice for our listeners, for these like ambitious, driven healthcare leaders, workers who wanted to run their own business, holding up, really standing up more? How can we be more connected to ourselves and also connected to other people? Right, exactly. You know, because it is sort of one of those relationships that like many of them, the less time we spend with ourselves and tuning in, the more distant we become the more like a stranger to ourselves we become and the more incapable we are of really identifying our needs. So I think for all of us, that's a huge motivating factor. If we lose connection to ourselves and what we're needing, we can't give to anybody. It is very finite, that window that we have. And so I think it's just important to allow yourself to have spaces of quiet and doesn't mean that you have to be in a library where there's no noise or some situation where there's no activity. I think it is about going inward and shutting off some of that constant, whatever it is, noise, self-development, reading, no incoming information, and just asking yourself the question, how am I feeling? What am I needing right now? 
those two questions are so incredibly powerful. And if you can even set a timer on your phone or whatever you need to use for little checkpoints for yourself. I know for some people, those rare occasions when you go to the restroom, anything where you have just a moment to breathe. And I know that Brendan Bruchard uses a great technique for every time he's about to go into another client call or another meeting or any kind of a presentation. So anytime you're entering a patient care room or a Zoom call, check in with you. That's going to allow you to be so much more present for that patient and for that client. Even if it's for a meeting, it doesn't take long. The more you ask the question, the more that answer is going to come up. And when we attend to our physical sensations, and if you're feeling like you've got some tension in your back or some abdominal discomfort or anything like that, those are also great indicators of what's going on emotionally. Why might that stress be there? Why am I having those cramps? Why am I having that tight jaw? What is that about? That can then lead you to the emotional stressors to help you then say, what could I do for myself in that moment to meet that need? If it's simply reassurance, if it's a breather, if it's promising yourself that when you get done with that shift, that you are going to truly disconnect so that you can reconnect, it's being in that constant active relationship, just like you would with your spouse or with your children or someone really close to you. Does that help? Yes, that is a key thing to really take a moment, think of ourselves. Uh, what I call those two-minute reboot session, mini mental vacation. Just like what Amy is saying, you intentionally thinking something else within the moment of how you want to show up. What are you right now? How are you feeling, right? It doesn't have to do with anybody else's expectation or condition that has restricted you on your current moment right now. We have to notice our breath, our body posture, everything tends up even when we're just sitting like this, right? Fetal position, leaning forward, so intense staring at the computer. Doesn't matter if you're with a patient or you're just staring at the computer typing away. So that's so crucial. And I love that you're sharing that. And as our experts, I ask you, please take that three minute quick assessment before become a, a speaker on this show because we know we're all experts in some area, but it's very difficult to be expert in all area of life. The more we reflect, tap into Amy's point, the better we know ourselves and how we can level up. So Amy, when you took that assessment, any thoughts popping into your head, anything surprising to you or anything you would want to change? It wasn't surprising to me. It was a moment of self-reflection that I hadn't been granting myself because it asked, well, what areas would you like to change or improve? And Sabrina, I'm sure you can appreciate this. I looked at them and I thought, well, I always want to improve every area of my life. I'm always trying to develop and just be better and stronger and make it a better experience. But it did really make me stop and think for a moment and again, get that sort of sense of urgency about the two areas that were lowest for me. Because for most of us high achievers, when we don't score where we'd like to, that's motivating. That makes us want to dig in and really pay attention. And it is so easy when I'm helping other people with their relationships to kind of leave mine on autopilot 
And so that's an area that I really have been focusing on very intensely, especially in 2021. Because as someone in trauma, a lot of 2020 was me in relationship to my clients, to my patients and the people I serve. Yes, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing with us your vulnerability side of all of us, right? We're human after all. It's okay. We can say, I'm working on this area, but actually I still have to work on it myself, right? (laughs) We're all growing at the same time. So for anybody who's listening, watching this, if you wanted to take that quick free assessment, go to sabrinarombach.com forward slash assessment. A quick diagnose could really lighten you up in your life as well. So before we wrap up, Amy, how would people find you to learn more about your services and your amazingness? Oh, thank you so much, Sabrina. If you just go to my website, amyvanslambrook.com, and it's a lot simpler than it sounds, it's just phonetically amyvanslambrook.com. You can find everything there. And I have a free overwhelm guide. For anybody who's feeling a little bit overwhelmed, it's very quick and gives you some tips about how to get through that. And you can click on there and and get that on my website. That's where everything is that I have going on. It's all housed there. So I'd be honored for them to join me there. Amazing. And what would you say is your last main point you want people to take away? I really want to encourage people, don't be afraid to start going inward a little bit and relate to yourself. Often when we have been in care of others and when it's been as traumatizing and stressful as 2020 was and 2021 is starting, it can feel very disconcerting to get quiet. We like that activity. We like high motion. We like high energy. And you know what? Those are all fantastic. And they also don't necessarily allow us to go deeply inside of ourselves. The more you spend that time with yourself, the more in love with yourself you'll become in a healthy way and the more at home you'll feel because underneath all of that craziness is often a lot of emotion, a lot of stress. And when we shine the light on it, then we can do something about it. So those would just be my parting words. And if anybody needs some help with those things, I'm always on my Instagram, IG and things like that. And so I'm certainly happy to help, but don't be afraid of those quiet, deep moments. Amazing. Yes. Allow yourself just be, listen to your own thoughts, understanding where your body and mind is laying, is telling you. It's okay just to block out all the negativity and draw that definitive line. You know what really lights you up in life. Let's carry that and move forward and do more of that. And everything else, stop repeating those stories in your head and reach out to Amy. She's so vast majority of experience. And then also you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram as well. We would love to hear you thoughts, please leave us a review on iTunes or a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. And thank you everyone for joining us. We know you can be anywhere and you choose up. So we're grateful for your time. Until next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Sabrina. All right, my friend. How did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more questions on 
actually, how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group. Go to facebook.com/groups/powerfulpassionate, where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have, and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you no longer working on any mundane work, and truly focusing. On the things that matter, you can be both powerful and passionate, where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me, and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate. <laughs>